Ladies and gentlemen, from the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice, Deacon Gerald Salenti. Hello, this is Deacon Salenti of the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice. But of course, today, peace is a word that you're not allowed to say. I'm not making this up. It's the truth. Last, this past Monday, a bunch of uh, people that call themselves the Congressional Progressive Caucus in the American Congress signed a letter by 30 what they call lawmakers. And the letter was sent to President Biden calling for talks with Russia, but they retracted it. And they faced a backlash for suggesting diplomacy and peace. In a statement by Pramila Jayapal, according to antiwar.com, he said the letter was drafted several months ago and blamed its release on her staff. Quote, the Congressional Progressive Caucus hereby withdraws its recent letter to the White House regarding Ukraine, end quote, regarding a call for peace and diplomacy. The letter was drafted several months ago, but unfortunately was released by my staff without vetting. I signed this letter on June 30th, but a lot has changed since then. I wouldn't sign it today, said a congresswoman, Representative Sarah Jacobs. We have to continue supporting Ukraine economically and militarily to give them leverage they need to end this war. In other words, to keep the war going. You know, they say if only women were in charge. It's not about being a woman or a man or black or white. It has nothing to do with gender, race, creed, color, nothing at all. Good and bad comes in all of them. In this letter, lawmakers, again, they're not lawmakers, they're dictators. We don't need any more laws. Made clear that they support the Biden administration's policy of shipping tens of billions of dollars in weapons to Ukraine, but said the diplomacy should be pursued due to the risk of nuclear war and, quote, catastrophic escalation. Oh, yeah, the catastrophic escalation that we've been warning about and that now everyone's talking about. And now what they're doing is they're making nuclear war normal. And that's when you know how dangerous it is, when it becomes part of the psyche from the psychos. Jay Powell pointed out that there is no opposition to Biden administration's Ukraine policy from Democrats in Congress. She said we have strongly and unanimously supported and voted for every package of military 
strategic and economic assistance to Ukraine. That's right. Every Democrat voted for the $40 billion bill to keep bloodying the killing fields. And now a new bill's going in for $50 billion. And that'll bring the total to $115 billion since Russia invaded on February 24th of this year. And again, we totally oppose the war and we totally understand why it happened. Jayapal said that the war in Ukraine will only end with diplomacy, quote, after a Ukraine victory. (laughs) These people are not progressive. They are regressives. The Washington Post reported earlier this month that U.S. officials have ruled out pushing Ukraine to the negotiation table, even though they don't think Kyiv can win the war, quote, outright. Again, they're normalizing nuclear war. That's when you know it's coming. So what are you doing to stop it? And all they keep doing is selling fear, hate, and hysteria. This is Monday's New York Times. Look at this very sad photo of a young man doing push-ups on bars with no legs. Finding camaraderie and recovery. At an old medical center in western Ukraine, war amputees are forming a community as they adjust to their new lives. So when you see this, how sad you become. And then inside, on pages six and seven, look at these photos. One after another. One after another. Look at them. People without arms and legs. Young guys. This is terrible. So when people see this, of course, they hate Russia for what they're doing. And it is terrible. What they don't show are the Ukrainians, people being killed in the Donbass region that have lost their arms and legs. But more important, the New York Times that fictitiously calls itself the paper of record never showed these photos of Iraqis, citizens with their arms, legs, and heads blown off of the sum almost a million killed or even more. They didn't cover it day after day, week after week for 20 years and show the slaughter of Afghan civilians. They don't cover the Yemen war, which the United States has fully supported, provided weaponry with. Our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, under Obama, went there to give them, quote, strategic alliance and intelligence. They didn't show, they don't show all the Yemeni people blown apart. They never showed the pictures of American soldiers who lost their limbs and lives 
No, because you have embedded reporters. They're in bed with the military. They're only allowed to take photos and tell stories that the military in what America calls a democracy agrees to. This has been going on for a long time. I found this cleaning up some things the other day. January 28th, 1991. Look at that picture. Time, war in the Gulf. Highlighting. Then you read some of the things that they say. Look, war in the Gulf? So far, so good. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? War in the Gulf. So far, so good. We're killing them. We're winning. Do you realize the deranged mentality of society to do this? Another one. High-tech payoff. Costly arms face their first combat use and prove their worth. They prove their worth. They're killing people just as they promised. Let's all applaud and let's salute. That is the mental illness that the media sells from the mentally deranged people that launch these wars. They are as sick and as ungodly as the murderers in charge. Where are the religions? Why aren't they, didn't they come out against this? Just like they're not coming out against the Ukraine war. You ready? Bush's biggest gamble. The president bets his place in history. And for the moment, at least, he looks like a winner. Isn't that great? That's how people support war. A winner. So far, so good. Costly arms prove their worth. All positive, demonic statements so people could support war. And it keeps going. It depends whose side you're on. This week, at least three Palestinians killed in Israeli raids in Nablus. Israel kills five Palestinians in raids. Palestinians on West Bank call Israel lockdown, suffocating. And the language they use. Israeli forces said they killed five Palestinians in Nablus during a raid on militants. Oh, they're militants? They're in occupied territory. That's stolen land. But you're not allowed to say that about Israel. Israel has a right to defend itself is the only thing that they say. But nobody else does. And they could steal all the land they want. I'm not saying they stole the land. The Geneva Convention says they have. They were legally there. Occupied, stolen. 
Settlers? No, they're not settlers. They're stealers. But they use this language. Israeli security forces have killed at least 111 West Bank Palestinians. Yep. Call them militants. And again, Palestinians' anger has been compounded by a sharp recent rise in settler violence. So the settlers could do anything they want. Lines of masked men were filmed descending on nearby hilltop settlement last Friday and throwing stones at Palestinian residents. They're not settlers, but this is okay. But to illustrate the hypocrisy, this is from Anthony Blinken, again, who loved every war, has voted for every war since he's been in the circles of Washington, D.C., and was sent over by Obama, who they call a Nobel Peace Prize winner, to help the Saudis slaughter the Yemenis. He's replying to what's going on in Ukraine. And he said, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, the U.S. and its allies will continue to hold Russia accountable. Quote, you can't simply go in and seize territory from another country. Oh, wait, Blinken. Israel has. Oh, go look at the map of when they created Israel in 1947. It was about that big. And now it's that big. And the Palestinians got that big. But you can't simply go in and seize territory from another country? Yes, you can if you're Israel. And don't call me an anti-Semite. Every one of my Jewish friends, and I have a lot of them, are against what's going on over there. One after another. Particularly Eldad Benari, who's an Israeli. And again, three of my last four girlfriends were Jewish. Nothing to do with, I call out America for its murderous wars, and I'll call out anybody for their murderous wars, because I'm a believer in the higher God. So I'm opposed to murder, thievery, and massacres. You can't, can't simply go into seize territory from another country. You can't change the borders of another country by force, Blinken said. Oh, wait, but Israel has changed the borders of another country by force. Why aren't you chastising them? Oh, because you're Jewish? If we allow that to go unchecked, meaning what's going on in Ukraine, if we allow them to proceed with impunity, it opens up a Pandora's box around the world for would-be aggression. Well, why are we allowing it to go unchecked in Israel? Why do we always hear that the people fighting back, the Israelis, are called militants? Just like when the United States invaded all the countries that they have, Iraq, Vietnam, Libya, Syria, 
FDA distorts things, and that's how I'm showing you in detail. And then on the COVID war front, and going again, going through some back articles, this is from March 15th, 2020, headline. New York's hospitals will be overwhelmed by coronavirus patients without help from U.S. military, Governor Andrew Cuomo said. New York hospitals will soon be overwhelmed by an oncoming wave of coronavirus patients if the federal government does not step in, Governor Andrew Cuomo warned on Sunday. Cuomo penned a letter to President Trump calling to take unprecedented steps and mobilize the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, retrofit public buildings like dormitories, and they did the Javits Center, of which after they did it, had no patients, or one or two. The wave could break the hospital system, Cuomo said. In my opinion, in my opinion, not scientific facts, not data, but my opinion, and I am in control in what the people of America call a democracy, which he goes on to say, which is not science-based, you will not be able to flatten the curve to avoid the wave. You will be short thousands of ICU beds Thousands of ventilators. You have no other option than bringing in the military, Cuomo said. Otherwise, we'll be sitting here nine weeks, 10 weeks, 14 weeks from today, seeing a health system overrun. Totally false. Totally false, totally forgotten. But the people marched off to the COVID war just like they marched off to all the other wars. We'll be saying we knew this was going to happen. No, we said it wasn't going to happen. And why didn't we provide more healthcare facilities? Then, on November 11th, New York limits social gatherings to Titan's restrictions on social gatherings. and stoked fears about a resurgent wave of infections heading into the Thanksgiving holiday. The virus waits for the holidays. Quote, indoor gatherings and private residences must be limited to 10 people. Not 11 people, not 9 people, not 15 people, not 13 people, not 8 people, 10 people. Why 10 people? Because it's political science and dictators are in charge. Beginning Friday evening, Cuomo said. Well, why not Thursday evening? Why, I said Friday evening. How about Saturday afternoon? No, 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 Friday evening. And Governor Cuomo announced on Wednesday the state had allowed gatherings of up to 50 people, not 49, not 53, not 27, not 69. Why? Because they make this up in their arrogant dictators. Restaurants, bars, and other businesses with liquor licenses 
must close dine-in service each night by 10 p.m. Not 9.45, not 11.50. 10 p.m., all based on political science. Restaurants, bars, and other businesses with liquor license must close dine-in service each night by 10 p.m., after which time they will be limited to curbside pickup. The curfew, which begins on Friday, will also apply to gyms. So get in bad shape. Again, I'm mentioning all of this because they're making things up. We've lost our freedom in every way. The lives and livelihoods that have been destroyed by the COVID war are incalculable. So what are you doing to bring peace on earth, goodwill to all? If you're not doing anything, follow your leaders who are leading us into hell. Or if you stand up for the God that you believe in, do what you can. And of course, we're doing everything we can, but we can't do it without you. So please donate to the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice, freedompeacejustice.com. Because if we don't, we are going to descend into hell on earth. Amen and a women.